Hello, this is your host, Marquita Waller. And listen, you all, I am excited about you all being on this journey with me. Hey, it's a little rustic. <laughs> Tongue twist. I may not have all the answers, and I don't expect to have all the answers, but it's just something on this journey and discovering what I need to discover and what God wants me to discover. So, Remember, I am your sister, and we are moving forward. So, today I just wanted to talk about uh, leadership. And what I was thinking, like, what comes to our minds when we think of leadership? Do we, <laughs> Does it come to where we say, hey, I'm a boss, I'm a CEO? Uh, or does it say a workaholic? Uh, some people, when they hear the word leadership, it's like a cringe. Um, so, what does it mean? Why do we feel this way about a certain word that somehow can mean to lead, to guide? So, let's just dive into this. So, what I was what I was thinking about was. What I understand is that leaders have a clear vision, a clear vision. They understand that, okay, I can manage things, but we have to uh, lead people. How do we lead people? We lead people by example, not just with words, but indeed. And... Um, what I've come to understand is when we are true leaders, and again, this is not just in our places of worship, but we also want to refer to as people that are going into entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. And it's something, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Before you become a CEO, it's one thing that I am understanding is that you have to listen and learn. The letter L, leadership, listen, learn. And while you are thinking about this matter on how you're going to accomplish this, one thing about it, we have to follow. Learn how to follow. If you, if we don't know how to follow, and we have to think that, okay, I must lead all the time, that business or whatever it is, is going to fail. Because we have to understand we are all listening to someone, whether we want to admit it or not. We are, we are all listening to someone, our favorite go-to person uh, that we look at to be an example to us, to get us going to where we need to go. And I, <laughs> it's something, this is something. I was thinking we need to learn how to govern ourselves. <laughs> 
was like, wait a minute. I need to learn how to govern myself before I'm up here trying to show to, to lead somebody. Can I sit myself down on the sideline and say, wait a minute, you, you didn't say that right. You didn't approach that matter, matter or situation right. Learn how to govern your spirit, your actions, your attitude. And this all falls in, in whether it's a leader, um, or I'll say it this way, uh, pastor, bishop, apostle, um, or again, the natural, a CEO, you're in a business owner. This all falls in the same guidelines. It's something how this works hand in hand. It's, it's amazing to me. And hey, it's like, well, let me let me try to govern over here <laughs> what I'm doing, you know. So it, it helps. It helps us to try to listen and to follow. And sometimes as you're growing, and I know as I am growing, I'm learning different things about myself before I step into any situation. Because sometimes you just jump straight in the pool. First of all, you have to ask yourself, hey, do I know how to swim yet? So before I do that, I have to learn and I have to listen to see, okay, how do I float first? Okay? So it's the same concept. And what I noticed is that when I was uh, thinking about the word leadership and the word L, listen and learn, I was looking at over there in uh, Exodus. Moses, Moses was a phenomenal man. He listened to what God had to say. He was able to deliver a whole nation from a, a, a terrible king. Okay. And our, you know, a terrible king. And he was able to hear the, you know, the voice of God and What he had done was great, was great. And what I was reading over there was, I believe this is Exodus 18, where it was showing how Moses had people lined up for them to receive wisdom and knowledge and to hear from God through him. And it said that he, it was from the morning to the evening where people just wanted to hear what God said or or to get information from him. And sometimes when you have been touched with the vision, a vision of something that you want to pursue or what you have been touched and designed to do, People always are going to go to you and say, okay, how do you want this done? Is this done the right way? Is this what you want? And it's the same thing in, in God. You know, people are always reaching out to the head, reaching out to what should I do? How do I, how do, I do this um, concerning whatever, whatever the situation is? And same thing with a... A CEO, same thing. It's like, okay, we, they're always pulling on that individual because they were designated for the vision. So it's like, okay, well, I need for you to tell me what I need to do. And I was looking at how Moses, he was, it was like they were just really gravitating towards him and 
pulling him here, pulling him there. So what I began to read was that Moses' wife and his children weren't with him at the time. Over there in Exodus, we will see. Exodus 18. And what happened was his father-in-law, Jethro, wanted to come on down and to visit Moses. And it said that Jethro was bringing Moses' wife and children with him. So that kind of led us to believe that, wait a minute, you weren't with your family doing, doing all of this kingdom work? Like, wait a minute now, wait a minute now, we, I don't see how that's happening. So long story short, Jethro came, his father-in-law came to visit him and Moses was just going on like, God has done this, God has done that. And, uh, the father like, yes, this is beautiful. This is awesome. Yes. And Jethro told him, he said, listen, I understand that this is great, but you will not endure without help. And he said, you need to designate people that have the same vision as you to help continue to move the people forward. You still need to have time for your wife and your children because they've been with me all this time and I come to give them to you and you're going to be able to do this with the grace of God, both kingdom work and your family. Keep your family together. And so again, Moses was this great man hearing from from God all, all day, all night. And what I noticed is that he was humble enough to say, you know what? In so many words, this is me talking. So many words, you're right, father-in-law. You're right, Jethro. And what he began to do was delegate different people to run things. He gave a portion that had thousands one had hundreds, one had 50, and one had tens of thousands of people to, he split up the, the work. In some words, he split up the work. So that way he could kind of step aside, not go away, but kind of step aside so he could also take care of his family and do kingdom work. And I, that was just so mind-boggling to me that here in the scriptures, it shows us how to run things. A real leader, a true leader understands that, hey, I'm going to need help to fulfill this vision. We can't have a spirit of a one-man show because that vision or that business will not succeed. It will not succeed. And it's, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful to have help. It's wonderful to have help. What I noticed as well, I do apologize. That is my furry friend. I do apologize on her behalf. That what I noticed is that uh, a, a leader also builds up the character of them that are that are following them. 
They build up their personality. They build up their characteristics of a person to go beyond the normal limitations. They help build up that person. They're not threatened by their talent because they understand that we are building together. We are building together. Leaders, CEO, it helps lift a person's vision as well. They also lift them up to high sights. They build a person's performance level to a higher standard. Listen, um, in kingdom work, sometimes we have to understand we cannot allow ourselves to think that the souls is ours because we can get wrapped up up in that and you're you're trying to help lead and you're trying to help guide and show them the way to succeed in in the kingdom and the priesthood we get so caught up in that that we try to plead our case and then you know the person <laughs> they don't listen it seems like it shifts our love our love starts acting kind of funny <laughs> acting like strange but our love should continue our love should continue. And even in our in entrepreneurship, we have to continue to structure our business. Continue to lead. Continue to lead. If that person is not fulfilling the fulfillment that you have designed and structured, how you wanted your business to be ran, then sometimes you may have to keep moving on. And move forward and let them go. See? So, one thing about leaders in general. I'm talking just general. Leaders understand. They are working together. Leaders build together. There is power and strength and unity. And if you're building together, hey, that is going to succeed. It's going to grow. The kingdom, the priesthood is going to grow. Entrepreneurship, the business is going to grow. When you understand that you need help, it's a level of respect that you give to the employee is a level of respect that we give to the member of the congregation. There's a level of respect on both parties. Because when we come together and we understand what the purpose is and what the vision is, everything can just continue to move. Move forward in him. Move forward in whatever business that you own. A wonderful great leader. At their vision come it should come from passion and not the position. 
when something comes from a passion, it's a different type of mentality, a different attitude that is shown towards it. When we run with a passion, empathy is shown, love is shown, care, respect, okay? Passion allows you to partake first in what you are in. Something about passion, when anyone that is um, up, up under you, when they see that you have a passion for it, they want to follow suit. Continue to move as you're, you're moving. Hey, I'm in my, my, my business at 8 a.m. I'm the first partaker. It shows your employee that, wow, they really want this thing to work. Same thing with kingdom work. We see a passion of the person that is, you know, over us, it's, it's like, wow, they mean business for God. They care about the soul of a man, a soul that has come to be a part of the priesthood. What I notice about leadership is there should be <laughs> there should be room for transparency. Looking at the CEO of a business, they're running it, you know, they're trying to have structure and, and, and they just want to make sure everything is working out okay. And if there's a situation where, you know what? I read that situation wrong. And I want to come to you and apologize. I thought you were doing it this way and it looks like it's working. Continue to do that. And that simple act of transparency and saying that I apologize, I apologize. That shows transparency and it allows that employee to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to continue working. I'm going to continue to put my best foot forward because I just saw transparency in my boss. Same thing with our places of worship. Leaders show some, some transparency and say, you know what? I don't think I, that came out quite right. Or possibly I was in myself, in my feelings when I delivered God's word. A level of transparency because we have to what I'm, under, what I'm learning and understanding is that the souls aren't mine. So as we show transparency and say, you know what? Forgive me. That allows that person to heal. That allows that person to grow. And when they see that, it's like, wow, okay, there was a mistake that has had taken place. And we acknowledged it. But we continue to move forward with grace and mercy and with repentance. And it is the responsibility. What I'm learning is the responsibility of a leader to speak reality. Say, thank you. I appreciate you. 
And all in between, all of that, with all that being said, they are still a servant. Because when you want someone to stay on board with you, okay, you're not compromised. You're not compromising um, your business or compromising the things of God, okay? We understand that the CEO still serves. Sometimes if the CEO is not busy, I remember saying this in my boss, um, we were busy, busy, busy. And she was working with a client and then at that point in time, the client had left. And we were busy, 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 busy. And she would come over to me and say, hey, do you need me to go ahead and run this paperwork for you? She didn't have a client. Do you need me to do this for you? She was serving me. I had my client over here. You know, we're working together. And she she wasn't busy at all. She came and said she was serving me and said, okay, I'll run this back for you. I'll get this faxed over for you. That just, that made me feel like, wow, she doesn't just care about herself. She cares about her employee. Same thing with our, our leaders, our spiritual leaders. Okay. They always, there's, there is, it's a serving aspect as well. What do you need? How can I help guide you through this? I will help pray you through this. A level of care. Hey, if we, if we need to have some type of meeting, that's okay. We can do that. What, what's a good time for you? And what I'm understanding, I ha I have had with my, when I was with my boss, a situation I was able to go to her and say, listen, I'm having a situation with this other, my coworker and I broke down some situations and, and then she was able to handle it. And it was done with so much wisdom. The person didn't even know that I came because she didn't go back to <laughs> saying, okay, this is this Marquita said this. She said that. No, she made it a generalized situation. And same thing with our our places of worship. It's sad. And, and, and we see it sometimes. We see it sometimes where you kind of cringe up and ball up in a ball because you don't want to go to the place of refuge to talk to anyone because you're afraid that, okay, my business is going to be plastered all over the place. And that is not in every place of worship. Let me get that, make that clear. That it doesn't happen. But sometimes it does happen. And someone came to me and I, you know, I'm trying to, okay, go to your leader. Or go, go to another leader. And, you know, they told me I would rather go to a shrink. I would rather go to a therapist because to go to therapy because I, I, I don't feel that they would hold, hold it. And just simply pray with me through this situation. And I'm I'm just standing there like, okay, okay. And they were on the verge of like, I'm giving up. I'm sorry. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I, I'm I'm here, you know. 
But they, you know, they still said, you know, no, I want to go to someone that I don't know. So I could just talk it out. And I said, oh my goodness, the place of worship is the, it's the place of refuge. Why is that out there in that manner? I said, my goodness, help, <laughs> help us. If they have nowhere else to go, our places of worship should be that middle ground for them to come to. A leader is one that knows the way, go, goes the way, and show the way. By being that stamp, that example. <coughs> Excuse me. And I just wanted to put this out here as well. Listen, when you learn, when you learn how to follow, then you will begin to know how to be a good commander and a good leader. Just want to repeat that because sometimes we can get, some people can get this head of, hey, I'm going to tell people what to do, but it doesn't work like that. Have to lead by example. Here's the challenge. Leadership is to be strong, but not rule. CEO of a business, they must lead. They have to lead. But there is wisdom in how things are presented. I mean, there's a level, there can be a level of frustration, and that is normal. Same thing in our places of worship. Same thing. But there is always a way to deliver whatever message, whatever instructions that you are trying to deliver. Be kind, but not weak. We can be kind, but not weak. You can say, I need for you to do this at this time, at this point in time, and please, please, please have it done. Person don't get it done. Okay, well, you're on a probation for such and such amount of time. There's still a structure there. There's also still, hey, I mean business. Okay. Same thing with our, um, our spiritual leader. Hey, be kind, but not weak. See, something is happening in the congregation. Now, sister, now, brother, why did this happen? Why did this take place? And tell the truth. Tell the truth of the matter. Be bold and not a bully. Sometimes in being a bully is like almost like being having uh let's see, what how can I put that? Manipulation. If you don't do this, this gonna happen to you. And knowing good and well. <laughs> Uh, for example, with, with, with our, um, our business owners, well, they know they're subject to be fired if they don't do this and that for me. And then sometimes it can get out of line where 
If you don't do this, I won't do that for you. And then that's, that becomes not professional, okay? And try to manipulate people into doing things and they really don't want to do it. That's some of, sometimes that's considered harassment. Okay. So <laughs> I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. So and, and again, for it's same thing in our places of worship, that, that should never be, that should never happen in our places of worship. Oh, I just said that. So we can have some type of level of control. What is that? No, we just tell the truth and we rather divide the word of truth and, and what it's saying. We don't want a level of manipulation just to keep a member there and manipulate them into, into staying. Because you never know, God is always working. He is going to always, not all the time, but certain people may have to be elevated and get where they need to go. But if you're going to use this, the spirit of manipulation on someone, which is witchcraft, help us then that's, that's not real kingdom work either. So we just have to ask God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of what he wants us to do and how he wants us to guide. A leader, the challenge is be thoughtful, but not lazy. Thoughtful. How are you doing today? How are you? Okay. And then don't, don't go, don't, don't ask them anything else. Haven't seen, seen, seen them in so many months. Okay. Oh, okay. If you were, if we're really concerned as far as for our places of worship, but we're really concerned. Okay. I hadn't seen you. What's going on? Is everything okay? Let me strengthen you. Let me see if I can recover you. What's going on? Same thing with our CEOs. Thoughtful. We're bring, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to bring in some 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 donuts and some coffee. I just I was just thoughtful to think about you all. Y'all came to work in this cold. It's cold outside. I just want to be thoughtful. I go the extra mile. I go and pick up lunch for you. That's all. Where you? What you need? We treat our help, the, our congregations, we treat them with care. Because again, kingdom work, entrepreneurship, we need people. Now God, now with God, all things are possible. We can do anything with him. But it's wonderful to have help. As we can see in Exodus, Exodus 18, Moses did a lot of stuff on his own. You know, he did a lot of things. But his father-in-law had to bring it to his attention and say, you need some help. And he was able to receive that. Be humble, not timid. Be humble. Stay humble. But also know where you, where you stand. Don't have... Anyone running over you because they feel that they can do that. You should still be humble and still state your case. <laughs> you know, um, be honored, but not arrogant. Be honored. You know, the scripture says that another man 
that a letter let another man praise you. So it's okay. Be honored. That's fine. Receive those compliments. You know, but don't get beside ourselves. This is a CEO as well as our places of worship. And get beside ourselves and like, what? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And don't want to come down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come down to to speak with whomever. Whomever you have to speak with, you know. So we have to just be mindful of these things. And another thing, as far as, you know, there's a uh, scripture that says, um, obey them that have rule over you. There's something about, something about people don't like that word. Koreans like, oh my goodness, ugh. On the job, boss say do this, that, and the other. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I got it. Come over into kingdom work. It's like, what? Well, what? What you telling me not to do? What? That's just, it's, 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 it's kind of mind-boggling to me. Like, why do we do that? Why do we do that? Sometimes, not all, but sometimes it's like, it's, it's a big deal, it seems like. That shouldn't be. It should not be, especially when we are all trying to build up the kingdom. And what I come to understand is that rule, simply guide, guide you. A shepherd, a shepherd that, you know, they're, they're managing flock and same thing with, again, I'm keep saying it with our, uh, CEOs, our owners, same thing. You see an employee or someone, anybody that's over you under, you know, under you, I'm sorry, under you, you want to lead them and guide them because you want them to keep the, you know, keep the vision. Cause again, there's power in unity. So if I see something, someone, if you see a sheep going astray, you're going to try to, oh, wait, oh, I see, oh, it's a, it's a wolf over there. Oh my goodness. Let me get you over here. Cause I, I can see it far off, which is called discernment. I can see it far off. Let me, oh, let me, let me recover you over here. Come on, come on, come on. Same thing with uh, our CEOs, our business owners. You see something that's not quite right going with your business. Now, wait a minute. What's what, what's going on? What? Because you don't want your business to fall, to fail. We don't want our, our the priesthood to fall. We got to hold it up. Hold up the kingdom work. Hold it up with the high standard. Hold it up. So I just wanted to just let it be known that we as leaders to stand strong. Stand with your people. Continue to work together to have an awesome result, an awesome outcome. So I just wanted to come and encourage my brother and my sister. Hey, we are building, building a success. We're building up hope. We're building up love. We're building up our livelihood. We are building together in unity. Remember, continue to be lifted up and remember, Keep moving forward.